Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Manx Radio's Update with Paul Moran. Fast of my good evening, it's half past five and this is update for Friday 10th of March from Manx Radio. A 30-minute look at the latest news on the Isle of Man, plus background to the news, sport, business, sea watch and travel updates, plus the newsmakers in person. Tonight, we get a live update from the Met Office on what the weather is doing. The roads policing unit discuss the dangers wintry conditions pose for road users. Is there a lack of support available for homeless people leaving prison? Manxker says the cost of living here is hindering in recruitment, 300 Manx residents haven't renewed their firearms license, and is a four-day week the way to go? Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. Now at the time at 5.31, let's get the latest headlines with Siobhan Fletcher. Faster my Siobhan. Faster my. The sun is shining across the island right now, but there is a warning that melting snow will turn to ice this evening, causing issues out on the roads. An amber weather warning is in place until 10am tomorrow. People are being asked not to make any unnecessary journeys. It's been revealed that bed and breakfast accommodation is being used to temporarily house vulnerable people who are homeless on the Isle of Man. The Housing and Communities Board says it's working on finalising details of a strategic partnership, which will help government provide emergency provision. And holders of firearms on the island have until the end of this month to renew their licences. That's the warning from police who say over 300 renewals are still outstanding, from a total of 750. In international news, a source close to Gary Lineker has told Sky News that he has not agreed to step back, but rather the corporation has taken him off air, as he is unwilling to apologise for his comments this week on social media and admit he should not have done it. Britain will be paying France almost half a billion pounds over the next three years as both countries try to stop people crossing the English Channel in small boats. The UK will be part funding a new detention centre in France. And the cold snap has helped police fight crime. Officers in County Durham got reports of someone trying to break into cars and garages last night. They discovered footprints in the fresh snow and followed them to a man smoking in his car. There your headlines, news at six. Man Benham. Contact us by phone, video call, email or face-to-face. We're happy to connect with you. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. 5.33 Amber, weather warning in place for ice and frost. That's hills for the whole period, all island this evening and tonight, and that's until tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Staying dry with largely clear skies and light winds into this evening and tonight. And now let's go live to the Met Office with David Britton. Fast am I, David. And what can we expect tonight and tomorrow? Fast my and good evening. Well, yes, it's going to be staying uh, dry and now for the rest of this evening and overnight and for a good part of tomorrow morning as well. Um, so we aren't going to be seeing any further snowfalls expected. Um, the risk uh, now is really a main focus on any ice and um, frost that may develop tonight um, as any wet surfaces are going to freeze with temperatures that are going to be falling very cold overnight. So um, just uh, be careful if uh, there are any essential uh, travel that needs to be made uh, just drive to the conditions um, a lot of the roads have been treated but um, as I say there may be some areas where the runoff still um, is going to be 
turning to ice, so just be careful. Um, but yes, yeah, so then we have uh, some further rain. They'll be moving it into the island uh, for the afternoon tomorrow and for the evening, and that will be falling as snow over the high ground just initially, and then uh, falling um, as a rain as for all places uh, throughout the island for later on tomorrow. And that is the update from me for now. All right, thank you, David Britton, down there at the Met Office. Sunrise uh, tomorrow morning at uh, 6.44 a.m. and uh, sunset at uh, 6.12 p.m. today. Manx Glass and Glazing can produce bespoke splashbacks for your kitchen in any colours. Speak to the team on 674 573. Don't make unnecessary journeys. That's a plea from the Roads Policing Unit uh, as plummeting temperatures are set to lead to icy roads tonight. Sergeant Mike Taylor is urging drivers to stay off the roads if they're not confident driving in wintry conditions. What we were finding last night is that people were making journeys that weren't really necessary. Um, and that's one thing that we would ask people to think is, is your journey really necessary? We want people to look after the elderly, look after relatives and stuff. But going out for a jolly, just question... Is it necessary? Are you confident and competent to drive in the snow? A lot of the problems that we seen last night, particularly on the east coast of the island, um, were caused by people's inexperience of driving in the snow. They panicked. At one point, the road um, just beyond Dune was blocked. Therefore, we wouldn't have been able to get any emergency services vehicles through there. Thankfully, the DOI um, have worked tirelessly throughout the night and made sure that that road was kept open. For example, the coast road, with the mountain road being closed, um, the coast road needs to remain open, so we've got that um, access for the ambulances. The DOI ensured that corridor was kept open. But as I say, a lot of the issues that we were seeing was down to people's uh, inexperience of driving in the snow. So one thing that we would say is today, particularly today when it does go icy, is just question, is your journey necessary? If it's not necessary, please stay at home. We do understand people have got to go to the shops and stuff like that, but we're local. Try and try and go on foot. And you were talking about that, uh, th- those collisions around the dune. Um, you're saying about ten cars involved in that. Yeah, there were ten cars um, in there, all, all mixed up in it at one point. Um, so what's happened is somebody's lost control. They've blocked the road, and then obviously as vehicles have come um, to a stop, they've also then jackknifed and blocked the road. And that's another big thing is if you are travelling on the roads, make sure you leave plenty of space in front of. Uh, in plenty of space for the vehicle in front of you you need to allow extra stopping distance you know and obviously drive at a lower speed than what you would normally you know yeah it is snow but obviously with when you're going over people's tire tracks and stuff can lead to ice Holders of firearms in the Isle of Man have until the end of the month to renew their licences. More than 300 are currently outstanding and Chief Inspector Danny Rochel is urging people to sort this out well before the deadline to avoid potentially costly repercussions. It applies to everybody who is a firearms licence holder, which is slightly different from a regulated weapons certificates holder, but for all firearms licence holders on the Isle of Man, of which we've got around about 750 at this moment in time. So each licence holder should have uh, been made aware of the fact that this renewal is required and it's a case of ensuring that the relevant submission has been sent through to the firearms licensing department along with the relevant payment to allow the appropriate checks to be conducted and make sure that it's still appropriate for them to retain the firearms that they've got to the coming triennial period. The actual deadline for the processing of submissions is the 31st of March which is fast approaching So my plea today would be for anybody who is 
outstanding in getting the submission through to us and we've still got 304 people believe it or not who haven't sent anything through us yet so that may well tie us up for a period of time in order to process it in a timely manner for those individuals so sooner the better if they don't renew their license then they leave themselves vulnerable to the aspect that they may be committing offences being in possession of a firearm without the appropriate license being in place the other aspects that they may face are are more logistical and financial in the respect that um, they may be told that they have to lodge any firearms with either a registered firearms dealer somebody with the appropriate certification whilst we can consider whether it remains appropriate for them to retain them and clearly there will be a cost at their expense for that update brought to you by simcox advocates advising businesses and families since 1949 Visit Simcox.com or call 690-300. Manxka is still operating with a 20% staff vacancy rate, meaning one in five positions is still vacant. Last year, it spent £30 million employing bank and agency staff to fill the gaps. Chief Executive Theresa Cope says the health body is trying to reduce the dependency on these workers. But she admits availability of housing is a key sticking point for many people looking at a career on the island, and it's something that's costing Manx care. Sometimes in order to secure a professional we're having to um, increase the rate we pay because they have to factor in what it's going to cost them to come and stay here on the island for say a six month contract. So in many cases we are meeting the financial costs of their accommodation uplift. We have an amount of um, hospital-based, health and care-based accommodation, which is owned by Manx Care, uh, which we we do use, but it is always fully occupied. And then we have to go out um, into the sort of more commercial sector to secure property. But again, we are looking at some specific developments in conjunction with commercial partners, which starts to give us increased access to, to to housing and particularly that housing which will enable newly registered professionals people at the start of their careers to come and at least have six months of that funded or partially funded in order to attract them in the first place because I think when they're here they love it they love the organisation and the work and they love the island Um, but actually just getting here can often be prohibitive when you look at the costs of what your rent is going to cost you if you are say a newly qualified qualified registered nurse. The Alaman Astronomical Society has been renamed the James Martin Observatory. It's in honour of the founding member, a member that passed away in January. Astrom- astronomer Howard Parkin says it's a fitting tribute to James, who did so much for the society and the observatory. He'd done so much. He, I won't say single-handedly, because lots of people have helped in lots of ways with the observatory, but James took on this project by the horns, literally. Uh, he, he arranged to purchase the land originally for us. He liaised with the local authorities, got planning permission, and then he arranged to have it, when, when we got the offer to have it built by Colin Hill, uh, he arranged with Colin to get the builders over and their work was done. And he really threw his heart, soul and life into this. And we're delighted that his wife Shirley was fully supportive of this idea of naming it after him. So forevermore now it's going to be known, instead of the Isle of Man Astronomical Society Observatory, which is a bit of a mouthful, it is now known as the James Martin Observatory. 
You mentioned his wife. How did she take that? She burst into tears. And I felt terrible because I rang her up to tell her after the committee meeting, which was a week last Thursday, uh, two weeks last Thursday, I rang her up to tell her and she, I, she, I could see she was so upset. But so was I because it was such an emotional moment for her and for myself. And it was... Um, such a tribute that um, she said yes obviously we wouldn't have done it without her permission the daughter Andrea as well she also when I rang her up she said the same or she burst into tears as well and I felt guilty but at the same time I was so pleased that we could recognise James as well Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. And the Ben McCree is uh, just turning around into Douglas Harbour, so a little ahead of time. Uh, due in at six, out again tonight at quarter to eight. Should be heading off to Haysham and in Haysham Harbour around about half past 11. Absolutely flat calm at the moment. Uh, then 2.15 is the overnight sailing uh, from Haysham back into Douglas around about six o'clock uh, tomorrow morning for a quick turnaround at 8.45. Uh, for more information, Head to manxradio.com, click on to news, then click on to travel. Follow the Steam Packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. Bed and breakfast accommodation will be used to temporarily house vulnerable people who are homeless. The Housing and Communities Board says it's working on finalising details of a strategic partnership which will help government provide emergency provision. This week, the High Bailiff was critical of the options available to people who were homeless when they left prison. It's something the Chair Chris Thomas has acknowledged. In the daytime, we've got a wonderful charity operating out of the Broadway Church still that helps people with chaotic lives and in touch with social workers we have a we have social work system to make those arrangements i can categorically assure the manx public that people have been put into bed and breakfast to provide emergency um, shelter while more permanent arrangements are made i can also categorically assure people that we do have um, a social care system working with housing to you know develop to put people into private or public housing on a on a longer term basis than bed and breakfast. We do have gaps. One of those is financial. Another one is the law doesn't actually allocate responsibility for homeless. So if somebody is homeless, um, you know, tonight, they will. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure they will be being helped because I've seen that happen in the last couple of months. Is it perfect? No, it's not yet perfect, but it's uh, it's better than it was when we when we were when we were thought we would you know when we when we were satisfied just with rolling out a mattress in the basement in the church. We need a better system than that. That wasn't exactly ideal. Um, if you know differently, you know, please uh, please let me know. But as far as I understand it, the homeless charities are working with us very closely, and I'm looking forward to making an announcement about a strategic partnership shortly, as the chief minister announced a couple of weeks ago. Manx Radio Business Briefing. In corporate news, SVB Financial Group is exploring options including a sale after its efforts to raise capital through a stock sale failed. Shares of SVB were halted on Friday after tumbling as much as 66% in pre-market trading. SVB, a relatively unknown bank outside of Silicon Valley, lends to high-risk tech startups that have recently been hurt by higher interest rates and dwindling venture capital. The Stock Market Report. Brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European markets close lower, led by a sell-off in banking sector. US stocks edge higher, recovering from morning losses after the crucial jobs report came in warmer than expected and jitters over troubles at Silicon Valley Bank continued to weigh on markets. Oil prices edged higher, buoyed by a better-than-expected US employment data and gold priced higher. Uh, the closing prices, uh, the FTSE 100... 
uh, was down 1.67% at 7748. Uh, the DAX also down 1.31% at 15427. And at five o'clock, the Dow Jones was up 0.31% at 32356. The S&P 500 also up 0.27% at uh, 3928. And the Nasdaq was also up at 0.17% at 11359. Exchange rates, the pound will buy you 1.204 dollars and will buy you 1.129 euros. Uh, gold priced uh, finished higher 1.45% at uh, 1855 dollars. And Brent crude oil uh, finished also up 0.99% at 82.3 dollars. The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookall set up business back in 1946. But his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family has endured for over 76 years. So if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable and tailored. Ramsey Crookle, the island's investment specialist. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookle.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Isle of Man Water Sports. Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Well, if you want to get in the water over the weekend, Saturday's going to be mostly dry but rather cloudy with rain arriving later than cloud on Sunday with rain later. Sea temperature is 8 degrees. Uh, Saturday then, variable uh, 3 is the wind becoming southeast 5 or 6. The wave height 0.5 becoming 1.5 to 2 metres. Wave period 5 seconds and high tide on Saturday is at 1.32pm. Over to Sunday then, uh, wind west or southwest 5 or 6, wave height is 1.5 to 2 metres, wave period is 5 seconds and the high tide is at 10 past 2 on Sunday. Visit the Manx Glass and Glazing website and see a range of products from windows to doors, mirrors to splashbacks, manxglass.com. You're listening to the Isle of Man's quintessential daily news and current affairs roundup. Update on Manx Radio. There's concerns an impending electricity price rise of more than 50% will see some small businesses on the island disappear. The Isle of Man Chamber of Commerce has responded to the latest announcement from Manx Utilities saying government should have done more to protect domestic and business users. Tim Johnson, formerly chair of the MU, is now the Minister for Enterprise. I fully understand their concerns and of course, you know, it is a big price hike, but I think we have to be realistic and understand the reality of where we are at the moment and, and with global wholesale gas prices bank utilities we're really not in any other position but to increase tariffs. We have absorbed huge amounts over the last 12 months or so through our, our hedging policy and through drawing our reserves down. Government instructs us to uh, freeze the price, which we have done and still still am, we are doing until the end of March, so we at 22 pence a unit, which is you know, the lowest, pretty well the lowest price in Europe at the moment, and that's been in place for the last six months. But ultimately, we are in a position where the business has to has to function going forward. So we are seeing these increases. It is regrettable. The prices will still be below UK prices. But I'm afraid it's a difficult decision that had to be made. Is there genuine concern that some businesses might not survive these prices? Because they are still, compared to what we've been used to over the past couple of years, incredibly high. 
They are, uh, as I say, we, we, it is a big, big increase. And as I say, we, you, you go back to last last October, or so we were looking potentially at a 70, 80, 90 percent increase in in tariffs. But through that government freeze, we have seen this low price at least through a very difficult part of, of the year. So you know, it, it is it is challenging, but but ultimately. Manchester Utilities has to be able to function on a day-to-day basis, and and this these are the levels of increase we we need for the for the business to move forward. We do have our business energy savings schemes, and we do have grant funding towards energy audits, and obviously we we also provide a free advisory service for businesses. So we'll do what we can to help, but ultimately we are in a in a difficult market. It's it's a global issue, and there are limits to what we can do. Manx Radio Sport. And here with your update sport this evening is Manx Radio Sport editor Rob Pritchard. Fast am I. Good evening. Starting with football and with the flurry of poor weather on Ireland over the last two days in mind, there are football fixtures currently scheduled for tomorrow with the quarterfinals of the ECAP FA Cup taking centre stage. The four games in that competition are scheduled to start at 2pm. Meanwhile, there are league fixtures planned from the Premier League down to the Combination Leagues, all of which are due to kick off at 2.30. Given the poor conditions locally, it's currently a expected pitch inspections will take place tomorrow morning to see if matches can go ahead. Meanwhile, in rugby, the final games of the season beckon this weekend for two of the Ireland sides competing in UK competition. In one of those, Douglas faced forward Waterloo at Portashee in the regional 2 Northwest. Manx Radio's rugby correspondent Dave Christian thinks it won't be a straightforward task this Saturday for the Manx side in their final match of the campaign. Waterloo have won 13 out of their 19 fixtures. Douglas have won 5 out of their 21 fixtures. Forward Waterloo aren't challenging at the top end of the table, so there's a chance they may just take their foot off the gas but if Douglas are missing some of their regulars then it's likely that they're not going to be as strong as perhaps they otherwise would be. Elsewhere Vagabonds will finish their season in the County's 3 ADM Langs Cheshire League at home to Bury tomorrow and there are two games in the Ravenscroft Manx Trophy scheduled. A decision on whether matches will go ahead is expected to be made by Saturday lunchtime. Meanwhile in hockey there are games currently penned in across the senior and junior divisions tomorrow with just a handful of games in the season remaining. There's potentially pivotal time the men's Premier League between Bacazay and Castletown A as Manx Radio Hockey Correspondent Ben Cunningham explains. First three seconds, Backers A had an absolute storming victory last week, and then Castletown A got the draw against Vikings A last week, a nil-nil stalemate. I think it'll be close, but I think Backers A are going to be just too strong for them. A decision on whether matches will go ahead amid the current conditions is expected to be made by around 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. But don't forget that amber uh, weather warning in place uh, for ice and frost uh, continues uh, till 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Uh, checking down at the airport, uh, all seems to be on time. That's the departures to Dublin, Manchester, Belfast, Liverpool, also Gatwick. And uh, the arrivals um, from London, Gatwick, uh, Liverpool, also London City. Onto the roads, uh, current road closures, the Mountain Road, uh, Thalty Will Road, Beanie Park Road, all uh, closed, extended until midday tomorrow, that is Saturday. Uh, the closure on the mountain does not include the route from Hillbury and the Craigner Bar remains accessible from Douglas and Onken. Uh, the road closure on the West Baldwin, just an update on that, that's going to remain closed until midday tomorrow. That's due to a fallen tree, a rather large one. Uh, road closure in the southwest of the island, the shoulder road is closed from South Barule uh, to the Ballet Kilferrick Road junction until midday 
midday tomorrow. Uh, these temporary closures are due to snow and icy conditions there. And the usual uh, places for roadworks in Douglas, temporary lights on Glenclutchery Road, also narrow lanes on Victoria Street, Victoria Road between Broadway and Marathon Road. Uh, in the west, uh, Peel and St John's, temporary lights on the main road 24 hours a day for improvements. Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Spread your payments interest-free. Get more with... Keyside! Update. Brought to you by Simcox Advocates. A Peel-based business has introduced a four-day working week for its employees. And number one accounts managing director Kat Whitaker explains why she's made the change and what it means for her staff. So it's always been really important for me to have a very flexible working environment for my team. That basically came from a role I was in previously to start in the business where I was made to feel very bad for having one day off with my daughter and... It's made to feel like the worst employee in the world because of it. And when I then left that role and started up number one accounts, my dream was to provide an environment for other people that they would never be made to feel awful for choosing family, sometimes over work. And over the years, we've implemented lots of different things, like uh, working from home during school holidays. Always very important to take time out to go to the Christmas concerts and things like that, or be with parents when they've been poorly and things like that. So this was kind of just the next step in that. And we wanted to implement something that would give the team some better work-life balance. There was lots of positive feedback from the team. I really didn't want to change anyone's pay. I didn't want there to be any negative side to this and it just be a positive uh, step forward for my business. So everybody has dropped some hours and then the other four days they do some additional hours so overall in the week that everybody has reduced their hours but kept the same level of pay that's it for update compiled from the resources of Max Radio's news department thanks to news reader Siobhan Fletcher and producer Sean Cowper after the news at 6 Friday sport preview with Rob Pritchard greatest hits with Chris Kenley is at 6.30 sweet and swing with Howard Kane at 9 and after hours with Dave Moore at 10 whatever you're doing across the weekend have a great one keep well stay safe If you're of a wild disposition, then you need to check out the Wild Thing podcast. You can discover more about the wild side of our wonderful island with subjects ranging from the Celtic rainforests and herring gulls via the Alderman Fungus Group to the role of Manx Wildlife Trust's Community Ranger. In the latest drops, we hear more about the Manx Nature Show. There's a spider group. There's Eight Legs of Man, which is just like um, a one-man band. And that, hey, spiders are cool. And the big school's Birdwatch. So far, over one million children have have taken part um, in the survey. The Wild Thing podcast. Everything wild, tamed into a podcast. Download via the Max Radio website or subscribe and never miss another drop. Wild thing, thing I love. Crossroads, I love man. The Crossroads Manx Workshop helps islanders with disabilities and health conditions, providing paid employment, making a range of high-quality products. From benches and shelves to cabinets and tables, our team also work on custom projects such as engraving and company seals. Pop into our workshop in Douglas. Crossroads Isle of Man. Visit crossroadsiom.org.
tough time for businesses. Not sure what to do to turn things around? Let Nicola Balker & Co guide you through. We've helped hundreds of businesses to success. Accountants and tax advisors to businesses on the Isle of Man. Well, today, I'm going to talk about the finest bathrooms in town. <laughs> Hello, cheeky monkey. I hope you're going to recommend Paysetter. Of course. Wow. It's where all the cool cats go. Yes, smart cats like you choose Paysetter for a wide range of stylish designs and superb expert advice. Paysetter, Paysetter. That's right, Polly. The magic starts when you visit Paysetter Tile and Bathroom Studio, Harris Terrace, Douglas. Or search online for Paysetter Douglas.